Okay, here we are. Uh, second episode of the Taco Stand. I'd like to introduce my friend and professional mm. desert racer. I like that title. And semi-professional jet skier. Mm, like super amateur. Super amateur. Super, super amateur. All around great guy. They call him the All-American. Mm. Jeremy Newton. Hello, guys. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. I'm super excited. All right, Jeremy. Let's get into it. Give us... There's a lot to get into. There is a lot. There's like we ha- long 13 hi- years, 14 years of history. We got a long history. Let's get into uh, what you're about, man. Like you, you don't have to you know, lay it all on you the line. You know my whole life story? I mean, we can... We I was got, born in Lake Havasu. We got the time. <laughs> we got the time. Uh, no, and like you said, it... I just I used to race motorcycles a lot and still do. It's fun. I'm tired of getting hurt, man. It's especially I I run a, a door and window company here with my father in law and obviously Rick Johnson, my fiance's father. And uh yeah, it got to the point where the more I get hurt, the less money we make and obviously I got a I got a mortgage now and stuff like that. So I started racing the race car and just kinda still racing every chance I can get. Uh, just got to slow down a little bit. Yeah. The dirt hurts. Definitely hurts. All right, man. Um, give, give us a brief history on your moto, you know, starting as a kid and, you know, basically I know your dad threw you on a three wheeler when you were three years old. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, my, my dad was always into it. Never really raced, never really raced actually, other than my grandfather racing the Snornorns Nova for ever. But, uh, yeah, my dad was just a enthusiast basically and i believe i was about three years old and he bought me a pw50 brand new and uh feel bad he was telling us the story and i guess i crashed it like two times and never wrote it again so after that he got me a i believe it was a atc 110 from our buddy kevin and rode the wheels off of that thing until we ended up getting a ktm 50 and then uh just progressed through there, got on the 65s and started racing a lot of the local desert stuff and 85s started taking it more serious, doing some moto stuff and made some regional qualifiers and realized that got really expensive for the moto side. So focused on the desert, especially being out of Parker, Arizona, there's no tracks here. It's all just desert. So started focusing on that and kind of picked it up from there, got on a 125 and raced a lot of a lot of local desert stuff and uh works big six a uh, few hare and hounds a lot of best in the desert and uh yeah up until we got on the big bikes the 250s and the 450s it it was fun until the few the last few years and then we started taking it serious and won some races and we won the n1 best in the desert championship in 2016 and just a whole i was racing pretty much every weekend man yeah it was it's a whole lot of money, and I had a lot of people helping me, but, man, it was a lot of fun. Does uh, When you prefer racing, did you prefer racing the desert over the moto stuff? Or what, you ta- how was your take on riding? So for me, the desert, I was better at. It's always scared the hell out of me. It's, I don't, going 100 miles an hour is scary. I don't, I don't care how many times you do it. Uh, the moto stuff was f- f- more fun for me because being from Parker, we didn't have any moto tracks. It was, if we wanted to ride a track, it was, we're dedicating yeah. like 
two, three weeks in advance getting ready for it and we're driving three hours to Phoenix or we're spending a weekend in California and you're not really going fast because you've never ridden the track before. So racing moto was kind of hard. I got pretty decent at it, but then it got to the point where you qualify out of your regional qualifier, your state qualifier, and then it's like, oh, you got to drive to Texas and Tennessee and this and that. And, or in, I mean, still nobody knows your name. I was some loser kid on a super mini, like no one knew who we were. Whereas you go to desert racing and desert racing is pretty local. It's a lot smaller than the whole moto community. And, but I mean, it was way cooler. It, you're running top super mini guy. You get on a 125. You're one of the top school or college boy, I guess college would be, or mm-hmm. uh, 125s would be. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot easier to be become recognized and make a name for yourself in, in desert racing. And the GP stuff is like works and big six and stuff like that. I know you mentioned about winning the best in desert championship in yes. Open Pro. Yes. How did you come about doing that because i know you i've known you yeah most your life and you were just a riding when you could and then all of a sudden you're bam you're on an open pro bike yeah it it was a weird transition um like i said been riding my entire life but up until well you remember up until i had a a 252 stroke basically would people would consider the the big bike uh it was I think I raced twice a year whenever Best in the Desert rolled into town and maybe a local Havasu moto race or something. But then, uh, yeah, it, it got to the point where dad was saying, um, if you want to race, you got to pay for it and get a job and get a bike. So luckily my uncle had a old RM250 and I, I don't think he ever gave it to me, but I pretty much just took it. And man, we, all my, all my money from my jobs, I was, up until I was about 18, I was working three jobs a day. And uh, that all that money went to racing, just all parts and paying for races. And Dad helped a lot with building our motors and all of the mechanical stuff that saves so much. And he would drive us to all the races. But, man, entry fees, parts, anything that had to be paid for, I think I would pay for gas a lot of the time when we went with Dad. But, man, it was from the 250b class i did a whole season of 250b in works and man i think i got fifth once like i think i won once that whole year and i was stoked so we jumped up to the a class got smoked by they're all pros now travis damon and blaine thompson just got wrecked by them and kept riding and kept riding and ended up uh before i moved up to pro we did a whole season in the 250a class for works and won a bunch of races um in 250a and pro 2 lights and just kind of momentum got confident momentum and we ended up second the 250a championship and uh, behind another local kid logan chambers and uh during all that time i was pretty much just taking any opportunity i could the glen helen 24 hour and just random stuff i ended up riding uh with on a team with uh clay hengeveld tommy harris my brother Deegan newton and uh troy vanscourt and uh troy's dad mark came up to me one day and said hey you're you're pretty quick you guys want to team up with my son and i didn't know him so i'm like sure let's let's do it i like dirt bikes like sign up we're racing your bike i'm good yeah and uh we ended up getting ready to race the henderson 250 and i was supposed to get on second lap and fortunately troy took a pretty good digger and hit a rock and knocked himself out and messed up the bike pretty good but 
when that happened, we were in the lead by four or five minutes after starting third, and we started behind Nick Burson and Robbie Bell. So, and that was your first. That was our my first open pro event. I didn't even get to ride. Yeah, yeah. But I from the works races and later on down the line, me and Troy were always pretty much the same speed. So it it was it was a good team waiting to happen basically, and that was the first race that we ran open pro obviously right before the 2016 series where we contested for the whole championship yeah oh yeah definitely i definitely remember seeing you guys out there racing yeah. and i mean obviously i follow you mm-hmm. uncle bobby uncle gotta bobby. follow yeah <laughs> um and then all right so you're not racing much moto anymore you're you're play mode racing pretty much full bit. desert yeah. the only mode i it changed so much from racing moto to now what i consider moto is like works in big six yeah. like my moto track is still a 13 mile loop there just happens to be a few jumps yeah. but other than that if if there's a jump on it it's moto for me <laughs> all right even riding dirt bikes in general right now you're you're just riding not, mm-hmm. not much racing i know the past two years you mm-hmm. guys been racing you had a 5 1600 car yep. to race in the desert yeah uh that all came about pretty much after the whole 2016 season we won the championship and it cost me a broken wrist and a nice couple collarbone surgeries and just some good stuff and uh yeah my father-in-law and my dad were like hey it's all fun until you you hit a rock and you end up in a wheelchair so that that started going through my mind and i mean i drove around a lot but i'm i'm pretty mature for my age so that has been in my mind for a long time as much as i love dirt bikes i know how fast we're going and i know it takes a split second to end it and uh so rick johnson my father-in-law he's raced cars for since the late 80s he's had a a volkswagen 5 1600 it's been sitting for 12 13 years hasn't been touched and uh yeah me and my dad would always see it in his garage and we're just like hey what's the deal with that and my after racing motorcycles forever and he's like i need you off a bike he's all take it home oh we'll we'll start racing that thing so yeah that's how we got into the 516 yeah and i i think i remember we went to supercross yep and then we saw it in the in the garage and yep that was that was actually that's another reason why he brought it up is that was the supercross that right before and i crashed at ashley's house and broke my wrist but, and that was the same, was that the same supercross we went to when Roxanne freaking balled himself up? Yeah. That was the same. Yeah, because right? I was all hurt and I got this That's... swollen bone lump on my wrist. And yep, that was the A2 2017. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, well, that's cool that he's come across the car. And, yeah. And then you guys, uh, you know, your dad, I mean, he's been wanting to race cars for yeah. forever. So, my dad's. Obviously, like I said, my grandpa with the Nova, my dad's been around it forever. And we've always loved Volkswagens. We got a bunch of street cars and this and that. Well, when that came around and when that was an opportunity, that was part of the deal is Rick would uh, get everything ready to get it from it's been sitting for 13 years into a safe race ready car. And then after that, it was it's still his car, but it was us to pay to maintain it and yeah, fix yeah. it and all that where again we lucked out with dad having the knowledge that he has yeah. building the motors and all the prep stuff and uh yeah we got into it and it was really weird for me to get into a car after being on a bike for so long it i'm pretty i'm pretty fearless on a bike some would say yeah, yeah. but you get into a car man and it was 
I was so freaking slow the first race we did. Uh, Embarrassingly slow. And I felt like I was ripping. <laughs> I felt like Harley Letter, man. And, dude, I watched the video. It's all... <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, did you guys... Didn't you guys win the first Oh, race? yeah. We smoked him. <laughs> smoked him. The other two guys broke. Yeah. No, that's right. I remember you guys... Yeah. Like, I could have sworn you guys won the first yeah. race. Yeah, we won our first race. And yeah. I broke a torsion in the the front end so the front end was just dragging the whole last lap and we had a the co-driver was anthony la piazza yeah uh yeah and it was a fun race but man we were slow <laughs> it was it's crazy how much improvement has come in just a year of yeah racing. just driving yeah. just getting seat time and i know you know you guys went into so that was 2018 that was the end of 17 yeah yeah so and then 2018, you guys went for a full season. Yeah, so a little. We had, our first race was like March of 2017, mm-hmm. and that was just one of the more races. Yep. And so, yeah, we started out the season. I think at the Snore 250, I think we ended up third place or fourth place or something. And then we got a couple seconds. I think a first somewhere. Can't really remember. It was it was a good season. We had some good battles with some of the faster five sixteen hundred guys. A lot of them down from Baja came up and ran the whole year. And yeah, it was it was good. Right, came down to the last race at Rage at Rage at the River, and we were one and two in the championship. And on day two, while leading, we lost a transmission. So that was kind of a bummer. Still got second. Such, such a bummer. Yeah. So it was still a good year. It, battling all year and having fun and coming out with second in the championship it was still fun yeah it, it i remember i mean i went to most of the races yeah. with you guys and following you in the helicopter yeah and and then getting your dad getting in the car and oh i know having the greatest time yeah. of his life it's so fun if you've ever seen a 5 1600 car they're not fun to watch. It's no, they're slow. Unless they send it, and if you, they're sending it, they're not finishing. Yeah, they're breaking the. But car. it looks so slow. But then you get in it, and dude, you're hauling ass yeah. with no power steering, no disc brakes. Yeah. I have no by. I have 1983 Origi- suspension. Yeah, original original race cars. Yeah, like it has nothing changed from the 80s, yeah. other than a paint job. Yeah. Still yeah. the same shocks on it. it. It's exactly the same. We just rebuilt them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, we were so dated, but it made it good. It made us a little better drivers trying to keep up with the yeah. modern cars. And started to rip. Oh, yeah. It was, it yeah. was cool. It was starting I, to I got some to good say. pictures towards the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, obviously, you guys got second yep. in the points, which was super bummed. I remember, you know, mm-hmm. what, you guys were waiting for the results because yeah. it was close. I remember yeah. how close it was. What you guys? What you guys do with the car? Like, what's? Uh, we actually we took it home, prepped it, um, and then we were just posting it for sale. Just if anybody wants it. Like I said, it was kind of a dated car, so we weren't asking that much. And uh, one of my dad's high school friends actually, he lives in Utah. He actually races a trophy truck, and uh, yeah, he bought it for his kids and wanted to teach his kid. He has a 18 year old son and a daughter. I think she's 15 or so. Want to teach him how to drive. So he's like, oh, this is perfect, and. Yeah, they actually raced the Parker 425 on it after we prepped it to sell it. And uh, they're like, all right, well, we don't know how to drive it, so you guys drive for us, and we'll just co-drive. So one last race in our car, pretty much. How'd you guys end up? Uh, second. We <laughs> we were running, I think, third, because there's, there's no class for us in Best of the Desert. Well, we ran a, a vintage car and truck. Oh, okay. So it was us. We were the only... 1600 cc everyone else was v8 broncos and old 
pretty much 8100 back in the day yeah, the old yeah. stock trucks yeah so we're racing those which in the rough stuff we got but when they're doing 100 something down the straightaways and we're doing like 70 that's yeah. where they got us but uh yeah we were down a little bit and last lap we got in a jeep trail and i heard some weird noise in the front end and i'm like oh they just bought this car i want to finish the race for them i wish i would have known it was just some rocks in the drum because we got to the finish line and we had made up like 13 minutes in the last 90 miles but we pulled over we ended up losing by like a minute and a half oh yeah yeah and we were we were down like trying to figure out the front end problem for like four minutes so i'm like dang it like oh well at least they finished yeah. i didn't want to rip the front end off the car like 30 miles from the finish that would have been so cool to i know it, though. i know in parker yeah the paint job yeah just like the old norton and exactly but no it was still fun and still super grateful that they were just like here teach us how to drive it yeah that's super so, cool super yeah it was cool fun event. and it's always fun to race with your dad yeah oh yeah always fun especially your dad yeah <laughs> your dad's super fun to race with. yeah so sold the car um what you know what's next on the agenda yeah uh yeah now that we sold that and like i said other than just the the for fun motorcycle races um we ended up getting a two-seat 1600 car so we're stepping up a class that's cool i mean 1600 i think that's a good step forward i think i think the translation with the moto yeah moto riding goes into the line selection and keeping your momentum it's helped a lot once i got comfortable with the four wheels it made it it was like overnight oh, i was awkward like oh the, the car's kind of sideways like i'm scared yeah. and then it turned into pretty much just treat it like you're riding a dirt bike and keep the rpms up and just go rip it it's they're pretty damn strong cars <laughs> yeah oh, dude, those things they've and they've been around for years oh i know years yep that's an original yep original class in desert racing yep anything else you're looking forward to i mean obviously this you know, we don't get to do well, much with right the now. world being closed. Yeah. It kind of makes it hard. Like I said, all of our dirt bike races got canceled. I'm not going to say luckily the off road races got canceled because our car's still not finished, but luckily they got canceled because our car's not finished. <laughs> so it gives us a little more time to do that. But uh, another thing we do is uh, my little brother, Deegan, got really into jet skis and he's pretty freaking good on them. And, uh, so we started jumping into that. I have just an older 650 that I put a bigger motor in and they, there's just a fun class. I'm doing it for fun. Deegan takes it serious. So that's another thing that we've been getting into is dad's been helping Deegan a lot with working on his race ski and trying to get that thing going as good as it can be. But now all these races are shut down. We were, we were all due. I spent like two months. I'm so back. I didn't spend yeah, all winter riding my dirt bike because I was just working on my jet ski for the jet ski season yeah. and then everything got canceled and I'm like, dang it, now it's too hot to ride. Yeah. And I just, I have a jet ski that I can't go because now they closed Body Beach, so. Oh, bummer. Yeah. So you guys don't get to go ride skis right now? Either. No, if I do, I got to go to Parker, which is fine. <laughs> I just like the buoy track. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's another thing we do. It, pretty much, if, if you can race anything, we're doing it. So let's get into this thing with Deegan. I mean... Anything with Deegan's a good time. Anything with Deegan <laughs> is a good time. Deegan is obviously your younger brother. Yep. I know there's a rivalry. Mm-hmm. On, on anything. Absolutely anything. Anything. I posted a video of me drinking a beer yesterday, and he called me out saying I drank it too slow. I I think we should get to know a little bit about the, the rivalry starting. I remember back in the 50s, 60s. I don't even remember where it started. It, uh, I, you honestly might remember it more because when you came around, I was still like nine and I don't remember a bunch. Still young. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember most recently, like 
there was a brief period where I was still on a Super Mini and Deegan was just getting on his 85. Yeah. That's like the first ones I remember. But then all throughout, I'm racing, like, I'm lapping him and he's still talking oh, yeah. crap to me. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I just lapped you. He's like, oh, you should have lapped me faster. Like, yeah. oh, yada, yada. No, I remember, like, we would go out to Shell Track. Yep. And this is Deegan on a 65. Yep. I think you just got your 85. Mm. And going out there, going out to Shell Track, riding a little bit of moto, and, like, Deegan would go as fast as he could, but, I mean, he's obviously he's going slow compared to you. And then when you would come up on him, he'd try to take you oh, out. Oh, yeah. It's still the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. It's still the one of the last. I'm trying to think of exactly what it was. But uh, it was one of the works races. I don't, I don't want to waste time trying to think about it. But it was. I was leading Pro 2 Lights. I think it was Glenn Helen. And this was, Glenn Helen was like my best works race ever. Uh, and we're like, Glenn, the pro races for works used to be two hours. Yeah. I'm leading Pro 2 Lights. Like, I've only led it. I've only won one other Pro 2 Lights race ever. And so I'm jamming. I'm stoked. Like, I did really good that race. I think I finished top five overall. Like, oh, at wow. the works race. Yeah, yeah. I got on a 450. I still couldn't do that. Like, it was a really good race. Well, I come up to lap Deegan, and he's sitting down, going down Mount St. Helens on his 125. And I'm jamming by him, and he looks back and just stands up and pins it and just runs me as high as he can. And I'm yelling. I'm like, dude, get out of the way. Like, I'm screaming, revving the bike. And then we take off on the next corner, and he's running me all the way up. And I'm like, dude, like, I wanted to murder him so bad. It's probably good he did it because it pissed me off and made me go faster for the next, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, after the race, I'm like, what the hell? He's all, oh, should have got around me faster. <laughs> it's every race, man. Do you... Uh... I don't know if you remember it or not, too, but, like, I remember when your dad would come out and ride with us, and he'd be on his pit bike. Yeah. Like, he'd have one of those Thump yeah. Stars or whatever pit bikes he had, and he would do the same thing to both of you. Yeah. Well, it was it was when we would just be out hanging out, practicing or riding, yeah. but then the fair race that you guys put on, Yes. They at the end of the race, like, everything's done. You're like, hey, let's have a two-hour team race or something. Yeah. So we're like, all right, like, whatever. So it was me... And one of my buddies, I can't remember, I think it was Corey. I think you were Tyler. Uh, Tyler and Michael did it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it was me I, and Corey. So me and Corey and then Tyler and Michael were right there. Yeah. And so we had a good race going on. Well, I think it was you. I was I was with Weatherford. Yeah, I think it was you, Jason, and my dad. I think it was all three of you. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah. And so like you guys would go and then you can tell when my dad would get on because you would see this fat guy just jamming on the side of the track to get up with you. And it was a fun race, but we were taking it seriously. We wanted to beat Tyler and Michael. Yeah. And dude, he would just jump on the track and just run you as high as he could. Like not even just running you high to stop you, like just trying to take you out. Yeah. So I'm like, so not only was it a sketchy sand track, but you're worried about this 300 pound fucking <laughs> cannonball just coming into the turn trying to take you out and then he's laughing and i'm like getting kind of mad and then i think towards the end of that race and yeah he goes to set me up so i brake check him and he stalls a second so i just run the bike right over the side of him and yeah he falls down and everyone that was watching was cheering because he's been watching us mess watching him mess with us the whole time yeah, yeah. but yeah it's it's all the same it's the family rivalry yeah thing. exactly i think oh it's even with the race car, it's every time dad gets out of the car and I get in, yeah. every, we're comparing lap times or yeah. everything. I was so stoked when I started beating his lap times. You know, like doing all the video stuff with you guys and like following you in the helicopter mm -hmm. or whatever. Always watching the GoPros. Hey, yep. hey, was my, life, was yeah. my lap faster? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't keeping yeah. track. 
Who looks cooler? Yeah, yeah. Who, who hit the most up? Who, who's was faster? Yeah. See, your dad's was funny because he would hit everything super hard, and like you were smoother, uh-huh. more consistent. Yeah. He, he just tried to break the car. Yeah. It was almost like it should be the opposite, where you should be breaking. He says that he rode with me in testing. He's like, he's just gonna break it. Yeah. Like, no. I've never broken anything. It's he. He's the yeah. one that breaks. If you it. ask him that, he'll he won't say anything. <laughs> yeah. He'll just be like, nope. It's right. the other way around. <laughs> exactly. So. That's always been fun to to be around to follow. Yeah. It's just, and you guys are have always teased each other. Yeah, we don't. I don't take much serious. No. Even when we were racing for championships, like never serious. Always a it, fun time. If it's serious, it's no fun. We, I won't blow anyone out, but we were racing the twenty four hour one time, yeah. and so we're sitting there, and the people we were with took it really serious, mm-hmm. and. I forgot what it was. Something was wrong with the bike, and somebody came back, and the kid and his dad straight up started fist fighting that I was racing with because he didn't finish his lap. He came straight back. I think we were having lighting issues at like 11 o'clock at night. So oh, like, man. the kid's gonna, you're not gonna ride Glen Helen Mountains at night. No way. With no light. No. And so he came back and the dad's yelling at him and the other guy that we're riding for is yelling at the kid. My dad just straight up packs up the toy hauler, drives to the other side of Glen Helen. <laughs> and then I do my stint and I come back and I'm like, where's my dad? They're all, oh, he left. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I walk and he's sitting there with my dog, just grilling chicken by himself, like on the <laughs> other side of Glen Helen. I'm like, what do you do? He's all, those people are fucking crazy, man. He's like, I, I ain't riding with them. I'm like, okay. So, like, I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's always been the fun part is yeah. not being too serious about it. And the, the, the rivalry was always fun. Yeah. Especially when you got up on the bigger bikes. Yeah. You know, when you when you got on the 125, you were able to yeah. ride the same courses as us. Yeah. And your dad said he would quit racing the second you would beat him. Yeah. Well, that was always the saying is he would quit when I beat him. And then I think right when I got onto the big bikes, it happened pretty quick. Yeah. And this was, he was still having fun with it. So then it turned into when Deegan beats him. Well, then when Deegan got on a 125, I think dad was still good. Deegan was better at the track stuff, but dad would still rail on a, in the desert. Yeah. On his and, DRZ. Uh, oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. The last, the last Wickenburg race he did, I won the overall and I'm sitting in the pit and a dad comes through. I think he won. I think he raised vet B because he was nervous. I think he got fifth overall, like <laughs> past all the experts, all the, I think two or three pros. And wow. yeah, I came in fifth overall. And then I'm just like, I lapped the second place dude in your class. Like right before I came into the finish, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I should probably move up. Yeah. But yeah. And then Deegan beat him. I think he lapped him at the prim works race. And then after that, dad's like, this is stupid. They bought a razor. <laughs> <laughs> so now your dad's on four wheels. Yeah. Only. I remember racing. I mean, I've been racing with, with your family yep. for 15 years. Yep. Long time. 250 yeah. Pro. 250. First place. First place. I don't place. know if you can see that on the First place. Mm. <laughs> you can see it. <laughs> um, yeah. And I remember, I think you raced your actual first big bike race with me and Jason Weatherford on my 250. Yep. You were 13? Yeah, we had to lie on the entry form. You were th- You were 13. You said you were 14. Yeah. But I remember. Yeah, because I remember the pictures. I couldn't touch the ground. You couldn't touch. You barely could touch the base. Yeah. We had to hold the bike up for you. Yep. And you set a faster lap than both Jason and I. Mm-hmm. On my bike, <laughs> on a track that we've raced a million times. Yeah, that was my first time on the big bike loop. That was the first time doing the big bike Yeah, loop, big that's bike. right when it started to become, like, serious. It's like, okay, we're we're all right. You're fast. Yeah, we're all right. 
You raced my bike again. You raced my 250 the Blue Water GP. It was you and dad. You and my dad versus me and Michael Dyer. Yes. And go ahead and tell them how that ended. Uh, well, we were freaking ripping. Wait, let's cut. Let's just <laughs> let's cut straight to the ending. Um, here. Well, the main point is we beat it's them. it's not our bike, so we're like, hey, Bob, what's the fuel range on this thing? Like, how far can we go on a lap? Because it was a 17 mile loop with I, a lot of sand. I don't. I don't even think it was that long. It was like it was a couple miles. Yeah, yeah it was like 12. And I think it was like, 12, I think it was like an eight lap race. It was a decent amount because I remember me and Mikey both got on twice. So we're like, hey, how long can we go? And you're like, oh, you can do 50 miles. Well, he was. we ran out of fuel. They ended up beating us. And that's his thing. He's like, oh, I didn't take in the sand, and you guys rode it harder than this and hey, that. They sabotaged us. We, that's the end of the story. We didn't run out of fuel. We had perfect pit stops <laughs> minus first lap. We got a flat. Yeah. But we still beat you. Yep. And I can honestly say every time I've raced, I've never been beaten by you. Yep. And I'm stoked on that. We've only raced against each other like twice. Because the other time was moto and you were on 85 and I was on. Yeah, we were in a different moto on that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, you did get beat by my Uncle Brian. I think and you both no. got beat by a chick. No. Mm. You're, I never raced in four, That was your dad. Mm, I think you got beat by Brian at Speed World. No, because I never had a 450. I don't think it mattered. I think you were on your 250. We, I, I am 99% positive. I think it is true. true. That is Because right. dad raced the other class. He raced. And he whole shot it on the DRZ. Yep. Me and Corey raced our 85s in the super mini race. I think we raced. Op, uh, and I think raced, you raced open B or whatever. No, 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 no. I think we raced vet 25. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And it was At you and Brian, my uncle Brian. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he, he finished right in front yeah. of me. I think first moto you went one, two or whatever. And then he went. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I did get beat by him. I remember that because I couldn't <laughs> pass him. Yeah. On the last lap, it yep. was right in front of me. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you kudos to that, Brian. But I've still never lost to you. So yep. stoked on that. I retired a champion. And then, you know, obviously we've been, I was your neighbor for 10 years. Uncle Bobby. Yep. Saved I've, Deacon's life when he split his hand open. Saved your brother's life. <laughs> I have my own key to your house. Yep. You're in our living room I, with pictures like that. Yes. I don't know if you can see that. I brought that for him. Super sweet gift <laughs> that Jeremy brought for me today. Mm. It might be a little overexposed. Yeah, you're a little, you're a little bright. But it's a good one though. Yeah, I think it's good. <laughs> it's perfect. Put that right there. Mm. But I mean, we've been friends forever. Yep. Um, I'm lucky to be in your wedding in yep. August. Yep. Be so if excited. the world's still operating. Yeah, so excited for that. Um, also, we got, I mean, numerous trips to Glamis. Yep. Which are some of my favorite times yep. ever riding. Eating a packet of pepperoni before going and riding the dunes is oh, not a great idea. Don't ever eat a full <laughs> packet of pepperoni and go ride in the dunes. Uh, terrible time. That was the first time I ever saw your dad crash. Yeah, he landed I, in that soft pack. In, just, bu in Buttercup. Yep. We were in Buttercup. Straight over the bars. Yep. That yep. was a good one. Yep. Hilarious. Let's give him a call. Yeah, see what he has to say. See. He's going to answer like an idiot. I hope not. <laughs> if he even answers. Oh, he better answer. He's put you on the spot. He is. He ain't answered. He is not <laughs> answering today. 
you know, what are what are your plans? What are you, you know, looking Enough for? about me. All right. Let's talk about the starting of 239 Films. I, I still hold the title of Senior Vice President. Is it still on your Facebook status? I don't remember. I haven't. I'm, I'm still married to some random chick on Facebook, <laughs> I think. So probably. <laughs> All right. So 239 Films, obviously, yep. that's the film company that I own. Well, it started... I want to say we started in like 2008 because we yeah, did the the Jeep Speed stuff. Well, no, no, we did the GP stuff. I did. The oh yeah, yeah, yep. At the out at the track. Yep. In Parker, and I was shooting you guys doing the GP stuff. I forgot about that. That's when Hucklebridge was trying to get me to cheat. Yes. <laughs> I'm like I'm leading the race. I'm not going to cheat. Yeah. He's like, no, no, take the line. So started about then. Then obviously I didn't really come much of it. We started racing, and. Obviously, you're my neighbor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I need someone to come out of the desert with me. Yeah. I think our first one was, were we shooting Foster? I think that was the first uh, team that I helped with. Your your first race was Vegas Torino. Yeah. And we had, I mean, we shot everybody, but we, I Foster, we had Merritt. Yeah. Uh, we had Jim Riley, and yep. then we did the trophy light class. Yeah, yeah, okay. Your now father-in-law. Yeah. Crazy circle of events. That's how I met my fiance. Yes. At the races filming yep. for me. Yep. Well. Matchmaker Bob. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'll take. <laughs> I take no credit. No credit. We go to Vegas Torino. Insanely hot. Hot. It was 115 degrees yeah. inside that. And at the parking lot to shoot. Yep. Contingency. Then we stay in Beatty, which is the town that Vegas Torino starts in. Yep. And we stay in the sketchiest house. With six other people. Mind you, it's a tr- single-wide trailer. Yeah. But a half a bedroom. Sectioned, yeah. Yeah, a half a bedroom with a window unit AC. Yeah. And there's six of us and a random person that showed up. We don't. I didn't even know who Are we saying the name of the hotel, or are we just... I don't want Atomic End to get pissed at us. Yeah, I don't want Atomic End to know that... <laughs> They were, it was an uncomfortable situation. Uh, yeah, because there were so many people that we had. Because we got, we were supposed to get two beds, yeah. and we got it was one bed. Well, the mattress was just as hard as the box spring. Yes. So three of us slept on the box spring, three of us slept on the mattress because there was no other furniture in the room. And then other two. And then random creepy lady slept in the closet slept that in. followed us to fucking Beatty. Because she didn't have nowhere to stay. Because she didn't have nowhere to stay, so she showed up at our hotel room at eleven o'clock at night, and we're like. Yeah. You're sleeping in the closet. <laughs> like, no. Super uncomfortable. We got up early because yeah. I race motorcycles and my friend was my friends were racing. You're like, hey, let's watch the bikes. That'd be cool. Well, they start at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And we had gotten to the hotel at midnight, 1 o'clock. Yep. Maybe went to bed at 2 because yep. I was so freaking miserable. Um, go so, to, go yep. Get up early and we're like, oh, we'll go check out our spot when the bikes are coming through. Yeah. Horrible idea. Well, we got out there and then... You had to walk way that way. And I had to walk way this way. It had to be. You had to go mile and a half for the Oh, yeah. Truck. Yours was like four miles. Mine was four miles of walking. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Luckily, ended up okay. We got the yep. shots. But you decided to take a nap in well, between the motor and the truck. there was a three, two-hour gap from when the last bike came through till... The first car was supposed to come supposed through. to come through because we were at mile like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. There was a nice tree, a little bit of shade. I already ate all my snacks. I, I get when I eat, I eat when I get bored. 
<laughs> I ate all my snacks. And uh, so I'm like, oh, I'll set an alarm. I'm like, all right, they're starting at nine. We're at mile 100. They'd have to be doing 100 miles an hour to get here within an hour. Yeah. Like, I'll set an alarm for like an hour 10. Went to sleep, and I woke up as the best in the desert truck came hauling ass by, and it scared me because I thought I was missing cars. Well, I woke up all panicked, all sweating because I'm sleeping in the desert. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm awake. And Bob, I got like three missed texting calls from Bobby, and I'm just like, oh, it's like calling back. Oh, I, I took a nap, yada, yada, and no shit. I'm like, oh, here's a, there's a car coming right as my alarm was going off. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I mean, you can't get mad at me. I was prepared. Yeah, you got the first try. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> That's not the last time I've slept in the desert. No, no. I just got smart and just left the camera recording for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you became a yep. little bit more used to your surroundings. And yeah. So you were the first employee. Yep. Gave, we gave you the the certified name of senior VP, senior vice president. Yep, and it's stuck ever since. It has not changed, and no one, I don't care how hard Zach works, or Tyler, or Blake, I, you will never take this. It's never been taken either. <laughs> I, everyone else just gets the title of employee. See, the best part is, see what everyone doesn't understand is they give you a lot of crap for hanging out in helicopters all day. Yeah. Well. You have to be a senior VP to get helicopter privileges. See, that's why all these other peasants that work for you have never got up in a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't film all year because I only film in helicopters now. Yeah. You yeah. gave me that You're chance. Special. I am <laughs> never going on the ground again. <laughs> Until that helicopter's going down, I am not going to be on the ground. Yep. I think Shooting's fun, but then again, a lot of the time, I'm racing the same race. Yeah. But you then excuse. there's random ones that I'm free, and you're like, hey, you want to shoot? And I'm like, I don't want to stand out in the desert for mm, 10 hours. Standing in the desert doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> I, it, I mean, it is work. It's a you, lot of work. You, you Mad can, respect to you guys that do it. Yeah. It, Especially it, you have to deal with all the idiots that we hire to, I mean, in, in, a, in a nice way. It's yeah. Zach and it's Dean and it's Tyler. They're all idiots. <laughs> and, uh,. <laughs> Just dealing with them and managing them, mostly managing Deegan. It's Deegan. If we're going to be serious. Yes, yeah. Deegan, he, he does good when he does good, but he he's is scattered. 200 feet at a time. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But he does a great job. You do a great job, Deegan, <laughs> and I am so proud of you. Your parents might not be, but I am. I'll bet you five bucks I film better than you. Ooh. I, I think it's a, we got another and challenge. And you know how serious the $5 bets are. Hey, I think we can get a challenge. Yeah. Usually, when it first started, you were on one side of the camera. Yep. You didn't race desert much. You're still young. Well, that was when I was paying for everything. Yeah. Let's flip flop to uh, your the year you raced in Open Pro. Yep. My first time in the helicopter. Yep. It was the Blue Water Desert Challenge. I live in Parker. This is the stuff I ride every day. Yeah. Like know the course back, back of in my hand. hand or so you'd think man it was mile three that same damn hit that took Voss out that I almost got ran over by Andrew Myers when I was filming yes I got a sweet shot of Cole Potts so what so what we could say is you know I know what that hit does. I know and I pre-ran it I, I didn't pre-run you're testing I did my homework and I did it three times in a razor and I did it on a stock RMZ 450, and I know that I could hit it at speed, and I would land on the downside and be good and still 
hit the face. Well, the bike we were racing on was a Precision Concepts built full race bike, 450 Cowie, like legit race bike, easily 10 miles an hour quicker than my my stock RMZ. Yeah, and so I'm just jamming, and I didn't even, I honestly did not even see you in the helicopter. There's a bunch of people out there that have given me shit. Oh, you tried to whip for the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were there. I went to, I went a little too fast. Within the first 10 minutes of me ever being in a helicopter, I find one of my best friends. I start chasing him. Within two miles of me, it chasing wasn't even that. You got me right at the. It was like a quarter mile. Yeah. Within. Yeah. A matter of a minute, I'm following him, and I'm trying to get used to the helicopter, and then I just see him go full cartwheel, <laughs> and I mean he did seven cartwheels. The bike did like twelve. Yeah. And you can see it in the footage. I gasped for air, <laughs> like scared to death. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! I just watched my one of my best friends literally killed himself. Yeah. So we were doing circles. I mean, we flew over him for 10 minutes. And you could tell he's a little out of sorts. I got up, but the bike wouldn't start. Yeah. Because it hit so hard on the exhaust that it went from wide open to absolutely nothing. Yeah. That it's fuel injected, but that thing was flooded. Yeah. So we were flying. We're circling. And, I mean, I'm watching him. He's, he's getting up. And I'm like, all right, he's good. Well, we're still circling because... He's the only reason why I'm up mm. flying anyways, just to shoot him. And I'm starting to get sick. Dude, it was 10 minutes. I dislocated my hip, and it was 10 minutes a kick. Cause we had to finish to get the championship. Yeah, yeah. And being a local race, I still wanted to do good. Yeah. And, I mean, broken wrist and all, but, yeah, I, dude, I, that bike would not start. Like, as soon as, you know, I had the chance, I'm texting his dad, texting his mom, like, hey, Jeremy freaking balled it up. He's he's trying to get it started, and it's not going. And then we leave and land because I'm like, I'm not going to sit here. It's yeah. expensive to fly a helicopter. Yeah. So I land. To well, they, the funny part is I get back. I, after I finished the lap, after you left, I got going. Yeah. Well, I get back, and luckily we had... My brother is a, a second rider signed up just in case anything happened like that. Yeah. Well, I was still good. So we sent Deegan out on a lap while I got, I sliced my stomach open. And uh, so they were stitching me up. I, I won't say who, cause I don't want to get him in trouble, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were cleaning me up and numbing me up and stitching me up. And uh, yeah, well they were like, Bobby said you died. I'm like, how did you get that? He's all, he flew over and just pointed like this and went like this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I guess that's kind of what it means. Yeah. And I mean, it was super scary. I, the footage, I mean, I, I feel bad because I didn't get it. I mean, I got it, but I didn't yeah. get it. But in the same, it's like, that's one of those moments. Where yeah. You, it, it's a parental. That's one of those where you go like this. Yeah. It's a Ooh. parental moment. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but glad to know that you were okay. You guys got up. You won the race. We got second that day. That day, you yeah, got we got second, and the next day we were 14 minutes down from me kicking the bike for so long, yeah. and uh, I think I started 10th, and I couldn't ride with a glove because my hand was so swollen from my wrist, and just beat up. I had ace bandage wrapped all the way, like glue on the stitches, yeah. this and that, and like I said, I had the the hip issue, and uh, we took off, and uh, they were just like, "Go, just ride and get to the finish." I'm like, "All right, cool." So I'm cruising and. I hate seeing dust in front of me. <laughs> and next thing I did, literally, we went through the chicane at the end of lap one, and I passed the first place overall guy. And I'm like, if I'm doing the math in my head right, I started 10th. I just made up like five minutes because we're two at a time. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, 
I can make up 14 minutes. So, dude, I started jamming. The dude I was riding for was... You can, I'm riding by and you can see him just pointing to his head and like telling me to slow down. I'm just like, no. okay, we're good. Nah, <laughs> we got this. So, but yeah, that that's, so I've seen you on both ends of the camera yeah. and luckily nine times out of 10, yeah. you're on the better side of it. Yeah. But that one time, man, has been, that was the scariest thing I've ever seen happen yeah. to you. Like I've seen your dad. I mean, yeah, he's wadded it up on a bike I've seen. I've seen you crash multiple Just seeing times. the footage, like, I mean, I've had hard crashes. Like, that one didn't feel super hard. Yeah. I just, I literally, I thought I had it until literally both my feet were above my head. Like, I, in my head, I'm like, all right, I got sketchy. I'm going to ride this out. And then I hit the next whoop, and then both feet were above my head. And I'm like, hmm, I don't think I'm riding this out. <laughs> I hit, and I get up. I'm like, oh, my hip kind of hurts. Like, whatever. Run to the bike, pick it up. I'm like, oh, my hand kind of hurts. Kick in, kick in. I was like, oh, I must have just belly flopped or something because I, I noticed I cut my stomach open. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, nothing looks important. Like, I'm like, oh, it just looks like that. All right, cool. And uh, I'm kicking, and stuff starting to hurt. And then I'm looking, and I'm like, Dude, all I see is just divots from where, like, I was landing. There's divots from the bike that was 40 feet away. Yeah. And then I'm like, that you, might be a good one. And then when I saw the footage, I'm like. You landed on this side. Yeah. The bike was over on the other side. Yeah. But another, like, 30 feet ahead yeah. of you. And, I mean. It's a good one. It was a good one. And not sure why you did it, but you did it and hit that jump. If you would have went to the left, you would have been the totally fine. The best part is, fine. even when I was pre-running, I'm like, well, if someone's in front of me, I can take that left line because it's smooth. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck I stayed to the right. I have no idea. I think I honestly, like, just because it, the only reason I can think well, is it sets you up better for that, the next jump. Yeah. The one that uh, Dan McMillan crashed on the other way. Yeah. It sets you up better for that. That's the only thing I can think. Because I'm like, there might be people watching there. I'll send the hell out of those ones. So <laughs> that might be what it was. But yeah. yeah, I have no idea why I went to the right. Yeah, we knew it's going to happen. Yeah. You know what's going to happen there, but... I filmed there. Yeah. I was filming where I was laying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you've <and laughs> Like you've a year seen, before. Yeah, you've yeah. seen things happen there. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm glad you made it out okay, obviously. And then you guys won, which Still is won. even... Still, which is even cooler. <laughs> um, yeah. And to have a local kid win a, you know, pro championship yep. is huge, huge. Yep. You're in the newspaper, all that stuff. So yeah. That was super cool. I feel like everyone got to know you pretty well. I mean, follow Jeremy. At Jeremy, the All-American, all lowercase. It's a lot. I'm not going to try to spell it hey, out for you. If you go on YouTube onto my channel. No. That oh. video sucks. Yes, it That sucks. video sucks. Super. No offense to the video guy. <laughs> I sucked when that video was being made. It it all started. I guess we can. That's something else we can yeah. tell everybody about. is. So This was right when I started becoming quick on a motorcycle. Yes. You so it was right at the RM250, like right when I got it. Yeah. This no. was still when I was racing like two fucking times a year. I didn't think you were on 250. I think you were on 125. No, I was on 250. Was I it? Yep. Okay. Because I ran out of gas and I had to push that bitch. Yes, I remember that. So we, I was like bored. I mean, I didn't have much work to do. We didn't have anything. We, I was, it started originally, we went, I think we filmed jet skis at the same time, but that never got put into it. I think no. you came out and filmed my stand-up. I th no, I think that was we were gonna make that part okay. of it. So I think originally we started as like, hey, you literally followed me around for one day. Yes, and it did, was one day. And this is you were riding dirt bikes, 
You were wakeboarding. We went to the cable park because yeah. I just started riding. Don't watch it because it sucks. No. I did like two watch tricks it, and I just squealed the whole time because I was scared. <laughs> but at the time, it was cool. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, we went wakeboarding behind the boat. And that was just all. It, the whole video was literally just one day. We woke up at 5 a.m., rode dirt bikes until I ran out of gas. Yes. And then we went wakeboarding until like 2 or 3. And then Dad got the boat out. We jumped on the boat and went wakeboarding and wake skating and all that stuff. Yes. And it is amazing. It sucks. It was <laughs> poorly edited, <laughs> uh, poorly shot. Poorly acted? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't consider acting, but the talent yeah. was... Yeah, the talent was not there. Yeah, it was lackluster <laughs> talent. Um, uh, but from that... That video did not get me laid in high school. No, it did not. <laughs> uh, it went from that to, wow, this kid can do everything. Let's see, he's the All-American. Yeah, that's where that came from. Yep. And then if you look in his Instagram... It went from just being that video yeah. to the legitimate everything this kid does has to do with something the All-American. Yeah. His gear. We did a shoot where he was wearing a I'm flag. patriotic. Yes. He did was wearing a flag when he that was... That one is cool. Uh, we needed a flag, and I, I my wakeboard helmet at the time was the Texas flag. Yes. It was red, white, and blue Texas flag. I think I had just my normal American flag board shorts and my... American flag tank top I always rode in. Yep. And then uh, we needed a flag, and we're like, oh, let's take a picture. Well, Megan Vance was like, I have a flag in my truck. We're like, perfect. <laughs> Jumped up to her truck, tied it with a shoelace. That yep. was my kid. The thing weighed like 20 pounds. I thought I was going to drown the whole as time. As soon as it water. got wet, it yeah. was just a, bit, a, a yeah. soaked blanket. I would hit the jump, and just you can just feel it flapping and just... <laughs> but we ended up with some cool, cool shots yeah. that day. I think we only did photos, not much video. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's kind of stuck with you ever since forever up until when I got really serious riding for Mark and Garrett, because our team was red and black. Hey, it's my dad's calling. Hey, hey, hey everyone. This is my father. It's about damn time. Dude, why, why do I got to call you three times for you to pick up? You didn't have my phone. Where could your phone possibly be? It's your I phone. I had it and then I was in the garage. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi, Dad. What do you need? What can I, what can I help you with? Well, we were talking about you on the podcast, and uh, you're on it right now. Oh, am I? Yeah. So I shouldn't be so rude. Oh, yeah, no. you, sh- you should. No, just you. You be, need to put on your good face. You, you, you be you. And we were just talking about how, like, back in the day, where you he had sh- smoked you at prim. And it put you into retirement. And then you got a razor. Come on. <laughs> Come on. But. We did say you hauled ass in a car, though. And, but we also told, we said um, that. Did you guys bring up when me and you beat him and my ex- Exactly. Parker? Yes, I did. I don't know if that got brought up. Yeah, or I not. did. Don't yeah. worry, it did. Okay. And then Bobby pointed out that that's the only race he's ever raced against us, and he beat us, and then he retired. Yeah. Hey, that's all you need, man. Hey, so I went out on One top. One and done. Like, I showed him One the One tr- and done. And, like, what was what was even more cool, though, is, is, like, that we beat him, and then they can't say we didn't beat him, because there's proof. <laughs> yeah. You're like the Jason Lawrence. Oh, yeah. You came in, you dominated once. 
and then you vanished. And then you I'm fucked, You fucked up Ryan Dudgy. Your talent, your talent went with you. It, I don't know if we had talent to begin with. Did you guys talk about the time when you couldn't go down the hill? I was going to say your talent went down, down along, with that downhill. And then I wasn't there, so I can't. The rest of the day, stalking, eating... What was it, gummy worms or something? I don't know what it was. I don't probably know. Sour yeah, I, I don't know if that got brought up. No, it definitely didn't. It didn't. You I can tell. A lot of stories. You can tell whatever story you want with Bobby. I was telling I Bob that you were telling us about the. <laughs> I was telling him you were telling him about the uh, the my hip story with D and on Bobby's two fifty. Oh yeah. That's oh it. yeah, when he broke his hip. That was That's a good one. The best one. Yes. No, we just yeah. uh, we wanted to call and give you a hard time and chime in and hey, uh, get your chiming in on uh, Jeremy so got it did when he beat you at what race I don't even remember the first race we were talking about how you always said when I beat you you'd quit and then you waited till Deegan let's talk about let's talk about the time I laughed and then snowflake okay let's if you want to talk that about time. that do you want to start two stroke. do you want to start the story two stroke. wait 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 well, are you talking about yeah. me or are you talking about Jeremy no no, you were sitting under the tree. Oh, it's Bobby. <laughs> taking a nap. I wasn't taking a nap. You oh. were taking a nap under the tree, and I yelled, Bobby, and you, like, look up, and then you acted like you were doing something. He just starts hitting it with a hammer like Hot Rod. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Denise. Hey, Denise. <laughs> no. So the story is... All right. No, this was the other time I raced, and I laughed, Jeremy. Oh, I was going to say, if he's bringing up that one, it was, hey, it was mud and I was hey, on hey, 85. Hey, you want to know something better? Yeah. In that same race, Jordan Purser beat Jeremy. That's true. He did. He did. Uh, on what? Him. On a 125? No, it was Ryan, not Jordan. Whatever. Yeah. Ryan was on his 125. That was his like his first race, and he showed up with like a satchel full of, a full of power bars and like Gatorade, and like he was ready. <laughs> hey, so so let's not waste our time talking about this one prim race. Oh, it was prim, right? No, no, no. Deegan's lapped him a prim. That's what. Yeah, I'm the works race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the end yeah. of Dad's moto career. So did you retire after that, or are you still? No, he came out, and that's when he got fifth overall at. Wickenburg when he signed up for fucking 30 plus B and sandbagged. Sandbagger. Uh. <laughs> See, no comeback. No comeback. <laughs> no. No, I did that. <laughs> hey, do you are you proud of yourself? I'm pretty proud of myself. Hey, you got a you got a trophy. Fifth overall. And wait. You have a trophy. Did Jeremy lap you? Nope. Bobby, I don't think Jeremy has ever lapped me. Ever? That's, oh, no, no, that no, is no, no, wrong. No. That's a lie. That's a lie. I believe there was That's a a, a, a a case of two times lapping. Wait. In court. Yeah. Did he lap? Did did, did you race Works Havasu? No, Dad's never done Havasu. You never. I've never raced. That's why he hates it so much. Is he's never ridden it. Oh, we did. We did the nine two eight race there. Yeah. 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 Back when nine two eight minis was. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, if you guys want to talk about a funny discussion, let's talk about Mark's racing career. Did it, did he have one? <laughs> yeah, it was very short-lived. <laughs> so, it was, it's pretty good. So Mark, one of our friends locally here in Parker, uh, he is a moto guru. Yes. Like, he, he loves everything about it, but racing... And he's... 
He's the king of second place. <laughs> no, uh, third. He's never gotten third off the podium. <laughs> Every oh, race he's right. done. Uh, but then we talked him into racing, and we had a bet. It was five bucks in Wickenburg because he was racing the C-class, yeah. and I was like first off the line. So I bet him five bucks that he won't get his third lap because I was going to lap him before the end of the thing. I don't think I went to that one. Yeah, this was the two years ago or something like that so i take off and i'm i'm going i actually asked for rear start because i didn't know how they were doing their start yeah. i didn't know they were doing it off points i would have been off the first row so i kind of shot myself in the foot there because he was off first and i was fifth row 10th place in the dust oh. side note deegan that was when deegan was in front of me because he gets better starts than me yeah. and that motherfucker held me up for like seven miles because he just <laughs> wouldn't because wickenberg's tight yeah and yeah. he just would not let me go and i'm screaming i passed him like two feet off the side of the track like feet <laughs> flying off dragging in the rocks and i finally let him go and then anyway but yeah so i'm jamming that whole race and i get to the finish and i guess mark went through like five minutes before i did so I had to pay him five bucks on that one. I mean, I'm happy I paid him because that's good for him. But so he got third there, and then I think he's done two or three more races, and he's gotten third at both of them. So he's like, I've never, he's like, I'm the Ryan Dungey. I've never been off the podium. I've never won, but I am never off the podium, and now he won't race again because he doesn't want to get off the podium. Hey, not hey, yeah. I, I beat him. You have to go? No, he said I, he beat no, him. No, I beat him. I smoked him in courtside. Him and Mark were racing each other in courtside. What class, yep. what class did you race? Shut up. <laughs> no, I think he raced that something. I was 30, I was 40 plus A, I think. 40 A, yeah, yeah. He was 40, 40 A, a yeah. and Mark was open C, C or something, but it was the next row back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Did you smoke? I laid it down. Did you smoke him? <laughs> smoke him. Here's, here, we'll get away from the moto. Who's faster in the 516 car? See, now that's up for debate. <laughs> Lap times don't because lie. I have beat him in Laughlin mm -hmm. both times. Wait, ha you beat his lap time? Well, I raced it the first time, and then he broke the car because he breaks everything. <laughs> and then this last time... No, I didn't race this last time. No, but you did beat me the first no. time because that's when we had the throttle issue. But no excuse, you got it. No, yeah. So yeah, I'm faster. But I will say, when we first started racing it, he smoked me in the car because I was so scared of the damn thing. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, you just got to drive it. But Hey, who's your favorite co-pilot ever? Mm. Who are you asking? You. Bobby Gutierrez. Is it because I... Only because... We lined up in Payson. Payson. Payson GP. Payson GP. What were we racing? Me and my homie Bobby are going to race this thing. In your razor. He shows up in a borrowed helmet, in a borrowed suit, and it, was, it wasn't the visor all scratched up or something? It yeah. was completely scratched. I couldn't see out the thing. And we didn't have pumpers, or you didn't have a pumper. Yeah, it was only a single one. So, he gets in, and we're cruising, well... He kind of has a little girly tummy. Well, he had a and belly full a of Sonic. It was the stator top. So he has to pick his visor up, A, because he can't see, and B, because he's a girl and he can't breathe. So he picks his visor up, 
and we're going and going and we're doing decent. Like we were like fourth or fifth. You were doing pretty good. We got around this one guy that took forever to get around, and as soon as I get around him, old co-pilot says, "Hey, I need to get out of the car." And I said, "There's no way in hell I'm stopping this car to let you out." And so we kind of made an agreement that I'm gonna come into a corner and come to a slow. Like Not a, really a stop. It was a slow corner. It, it was the slowest corner out on the course. <laughs> he was going to hit the eject button and jump out. So they were coming up to the corner, and I said, Bobby, unbuckle. Make sure you have the radio unplugged and everything. And right before the corner, all you hear is, like, burbling. <laughs> <laughs> he puked um. all over himself. And then gets out of the car, and I go finish the race. Uh, well, little did I know, he gave the borrowed suit and helmet back <laughs> to the rightful owner. No. Without no, cleaning it. No. So the, yeah. only, the only reason why I went to the race is because I had to leave the next day. I was flying out, and I was like, oh, well, all right, let's go to the race. And then I, I was going on a trip. I didn't know I was going to throw up in the suit. <laughs> So I didn't have a chance uh, to clean it. Yeah. Between Jeremy and Deegan growing up. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? <laughs> I didn't know you were going to ask that. <laughs> well, if you have the uh, capabilities to put a picture up, you know which one. Oh, yeah. So that don't... would probably take the title. We're not going to turn into a, a zombie. We're not gonna take. We're not gonna say the name. We're just gonna show a picture. Yeah, that would probably be the best idea. Good. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah, we we know. Uh, well, thanks for call, yeah. thanks for calling us back. Hey man, I'm sorry I wasn't there to answer. It's fine. I understand. Hey, We're next s- time you need anything, you just call me and I'll be there. <laughs> I'm sure you will. All right. All right. Bye. Give me two dollars. I owe a lot more than $2. That was Jesse Newton, Jeremy's uh, father. Oh, man, that guy is a character. He's too much. <laughs> he's more fun now that I'm out of high school. Yeah. Was... And I'm out of his house. See, he's always been that way with me. Yeah. I've always... I mean, I feel like he's been a dad figure for me for a long time. Yeah. But in the same, he's still a yeah. great friend. But no. Love him now, though. Now yeah. he just works on all my shit, and I feel bad. But I don't have money to pay him. Yeah, he just does it for free. He's such a great guy. Hey, if you guys ever need anything worked yeah. on, just ask Jesse. He'll do it for free. Scoot Newton Racing. Just yeah. drop it off in the driveway. You know, we talked about who you are. We talked about a lot of racing. We yes. Can, that's, we can get off the racing. Well, you can't say we can because that's been our whole life. Oh, I know. That's what we're about. Yeah. But let's, you know, obviously right now in, in today, we have the coronavirus. It's yeah. It's very scary. How's it affecting you? Like, what's what's what are you doing to, obviously? It's gonna sound selfish, but I just want to go racing. I know I just said we need to stop talking about racing, <laughs> but I want to go racing so bad. Whether it's dirt bikes, whether it's jet skis, whether even if our car ain't done, I just want to go. Wa- I want to go, hang out in the desert. I want to go to Chili's. I want some chili queso. <laughs> I want a frozen strawberry margarita. I want. I want to go to the store and buy toilet paper. Oh, without... I stocked up, but I still feel like a criminal when I buy two rolls of toilet paper, and I'm just like, mm, some old lady is going to whip me with her cane or something to get it. Yeah. I just want... And, I mean, 
you can call me whatever like i haven't i've taken it serious like i wash my hands i stay away from people i work by myself so really nothing's changed in my life yet i do know that this is obviously it's going to start slowing down some jobs and being in the construction industry being a supplier we still have jobs rolling in right now but i know no one's gonna hey let's let's build that house right now let's let's do that so like i'm hoping that the jobs we have right now because we i I still got two new pieces of paperwork today on new jobs coming in so it's good for now but i'm just hoping that we ride that out until the end of this and then it picks back up again to where i'm not just sitting for two or three weeks with my thumb up my butt yeah you don't got you don't want that low exactly which like exactly what i have right now exactly there's no racing I mean, it's it's hard for me to go out yep. and shoot anything. Yep. So you can go shoot me on my dirt bike for free. I could do that. That yeah. sounds like fun. It does. I actually, <laughs> I really want to do that. I think we were trying. When to... I got no work, I just got to build like bed frames and shit for people. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, no. Not thanks coronavirus, but thanks coronavirus. We built a mezzanine in our garage. I have all my stuff. My garage is so organized and clean right now. I got the motor and transmission out of my Gia. Yeah. My old Volkswagen. Both my bikes are rebuilt. I just finished restoring one of my old bikes. I got my RC car back out. I've been jamming on that thing. Like all of my projects that I forgot about are now completed. And like I got a man cave now. I got a little sim racing setup that I've been jamming on. Like, yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Like, it's it's still good for me, yeah. but. Uh, it's been kind of nice just chilling at home just because I never really... I get off work on Friday. I either go to Parker or I'm going to a race. I get back Sunday nights, back to work for a week. It's nice to, to chill out. Like I said, selfishly for me, it's all this. I work by myself. Yeah. I'm on job sites. Job sites still look the same to me. Yeah, the only thing is I just can't go to Chili's. Yeah, super bummer. I like Chili's. I love using <laughs> queso dip. It's always a good time. Oh, no. I mean... Can't wait for this to be over. Obviously, that's the reason why I'm doing this. Yeah. Something to pass the time. Yep. And I think this could be informative for others. It'll be cool. It's just cool, like, like you and Zach touched on in the last one, but, like, it's cool to, like he said, there's the spectators that just want to go out and chill and, oh, cool race cars. Like, those are are fast. Like, those are cool. But it's cool to hear from, like, you guys that... Even if you're in it, like, if you know the guys, you're never really getting what's going on. Yeah. Whereas this, like, you're in their pits bullshitting with them, putting their cars, like, you're in their freaking race car. Yeah. Putting all the stuff on, which to some some people would kill to have that. Oh, yeah. Just I, to I complain. I'm like, oh, I don't got to climb into this damn thing. Yeah. Get the GoPro in. I'm like, ah, oh, get out of here. I want some in and out. <laughs> but, like, it's it's it would be cool for like the people that just don't know and have never been on that side of it yeah. to just hear like it, it won't be, you're not going to dedicate an episode to behind the scenes or nothing, but no. it's just the subtle things that you guys are dropping throughout all this. Yeah. So yeah, I think it'd be cool. And it's fun. I'm having a good time doing it. Yeah. You know, and you know, uh, as we go, you know, when you guys watch the podcast, send a comment, Yeah. you know, send a DM, uh, to, at 239 Films. Let us know what you want to hear, who you want to hear. You know, we I'm in contact with most people off-road. Yep. Motor, motocross is a little bit harder because it's a little 
this port's a little different. There's a lot more variety. I got a lot of desert racing moto friends. Yeah. That I would would be more than happy to just just to come chat. You know. Even if now that you got the phone thing running, that's even just call them and just like we did with my dad, just bullshit with them for yeah a little bit, just to pass the time. Yeah. You know, a little refreshment on you know what's going on in their life and you know a little. I think it's good to conversate. Yeah, it's just it, with the podcast, is there everyone's a little more relaxed. Yeah, it's a, re- 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 a little bit more of a relaxed. Yes. Yeah. Right on, buddy. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. And uh, hit up Jeremy the All American at Jeremy the All American on Instagram. Thank you guys for watching, and you know, give us a give us some some insight. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for some insight, just to make this podcast better for everybody else. All right. This is the taco stand. Adios, amigos. Is that your outro you came up with? I think so. I think it's a good one. What do you, what do you I think? mean, I'm down. Yeah? Hey. All right. If you get some tacos, you can just smash them in your face. Adios, amigos.